Hey there, it's Steve again, and thank you for joining me for this week's podcast. It's good to be with you as always. Happy June. I hope your month is getting off to a good start. And please remember that um, if the day, the week isn't getting kicked off the way you want it to, you can always pause and reset and move forward. You don't have to chalk it up to a bad day. I always like to walk through the winds, celebrate the winds a little bit, just kind of reassurance, a little conversation with my higher power before I go to bed about the things I did right. It's always easy to let the self-critic intervene and talk about all the things we didn't do. So I like to remind myself before I hit the pillow, I did some things right. And it is a good day and there's plenty to be grateful for. This week we're going to talk about another topic that a lot of people, it gets talked about a lot. I'm not sure how it gets interpreted sometimes by outsiders, what's going on in the media, interpersonal relationships, and that's anger. We all get angry at some point in our lives, our day, our week. We may not show it, and I'm here to tell you that it took me a long time to realize this because part of my coping was to not show a lot of emotion. I felt it was frowned upon in some relationships in my past. So I worked real hard to wear a mask. And what I've learned is that anger, first of all, it's okay to be angry. And what I found out was that I was just masking, wearing a mask for another feeling, another emotion that um, because I avoided it and didn't want to talk about it, I wasn't able to pinpoint what the origin was of my anger for a long time. So I really believe and I've learned that it's okay to feel angry, to get angry. It's not okay, as we know, to lash out, to fire back, attack people, hurt their feelings, even when our feelings we may feel have been hurt, neglected, our needs are not being met, that's not healthy. And certainly any kind of mental, emotional abuse we may have inflicted on others in the past, we certainly know physical is inappropriate to say the least about that and stuff that many of us don't condone. There's healthy ways to address this that I've learned over time and I work real hard on. And so I'm gonna share with you before we wrap up today, four ways to deal with anger or internal anger. Next week, we'll talk about other people's anger. But as you've heard me say before, it's an inside job first. That's what I've learned. Gotta turn inward first. And then I'm in a much better position to deal with somebody else's anger. That might be calling time out and creating space and moving away from it. Hey, you're too worked up for me. I need to move away. So there's healthy ways to work on that. We'll talk about that in the future. Today I'm gonna to talk about four ways to deal with it internally. And really the goal I believe is to understand the origin of our anger that often can lead to needs still not being met and eventually form resentments 
and many of us know resentments, we don't want to carry those with us. There's no, it's not a way to live a healthy life and to enjoy being free, free, freedom from this stuff. Ultimately, we want to be able to identify our needs that aren't being met. And anger, if we don't address it properly, will block our opportunity to connect with people at a deeper level, a deeper understanding and appreciation from where they're coming from and what's going on for us. And that there's an opportunity for connection, for intimacy, which I believe we all crave, we all need, that we're born with. So we're gonna miss out if we don't take the time to turn inward and deal with this. Again, it's okay to feel angry, but we don't want to lash out. We don't want to hurt back. Regardless, we don't want to do that. And I know when I don't, I feel so much better. I suffer so much less. This one was a, a very difficult one for me for a long time because when I did get worked up and lash out and verbally explode sometimes on people, I didn't even want to admit that I had lost my cool and that I was angry about something. Here you are getting worked up. You're not, you've stopped being clear and, and concise with your words and your choice of words. And then I was, would want to deny my anger that there was something wrong with me, that I was upset about something. Realizing now that if I did that, I thought I was giving up my power and that I felt powerless. And that admitting that and that something upset me or maybe I was hurt, needs were not being met, and that felt too vulnerable for me. So again, it was very tough to come down from that. I would be embarrassed. I would feel bad for treating somebody that way. I would feel guilty. And then I would beat myself up. And you've heard me talk about shame in the past. We've, you know, I, I needed to let go of this stuff and again, tap into the source, the origin of this anger that can block so many opportunities. And it's difficult for many of us. It was difficult for me for such a long time because many of us have experienced and been a part of a toxic relationship where in that relationship, it feels unsafe. We feel unprotected. And somehow we're made to believe and we fall prey to thinking that we've done something wrong. When a lot of times it's just the other person's issue. Not that we're not responsible for things, but some people just haven't dealt with their anger, their shame, but they're still afraid to let us go. So they keep us around, tell us that we're not good enough and that we're to blame for their issues. That made me feel very unsafe, unprotected. And a lot of shame came with that. And ultimately to deal with this like other emotions that I couldn't deal with, even the good one. I drank to help regulate out, to smooth things out, to take the edge off. Eventually it got the best of me. So this is a very important part of my recovery. So a couple of things that um, I'm gonna to touch on here. Number one, again, in these four ways that I'm gonna suggest that you think about and practice a little bit. That's what we're really talking about here. Number one, identify the anger, anger messages. You know, I've talked about pausing, meditation, other forms to start to sit still, 
be with our feelings, name them, be able to talk about them. So in identifying an anger message, I'll give you a few examples. And this is ongoing for me. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm human, we're human, we get angry. It could be that I'm hurt about something, I'm scared, I already feel powerless in the exchange, the relationship, maybe because I didn't speak up soon enough, so I'm beating myself up, I haven't set the boundary. If I did, I didn't maintain it, and then I feel like I've been pushed too far, I go to set the boundary, it feels rigid for me and the other person saying, hey, why didn't you talk to me about this sooner? I didn't know this was bothering you. That's fair, I realize now, because I didn't speak up. I wasn't able to identify the needs. You know, sometimes we, we need each other. It's okay to need some external validation from a loved one, a friend, a family member. We don't want to be totally dependent on it, like I talked about in a previous podcast, because we've got to, I've got to turn inward to validate myself and to my higher power. So identifying those messages, and sometimes we feel helpless and hopeless and desperate. It can come out in anger. So those are a few examples. This is something I've talked about before, number two. The check-in with ourselves. Here's some questions that I ask myself now. You know, there's always the question, is what they're saying true? Because sometimes it's not true what they're saying about. I can reject it, accept it, or accept part of it and reject some of it. That's my choice, which I'll get to on point number four. Suggestion number four. A lot of times, for me, it's stuff that's come from the past. It could be from a decade or so ago. Here's this person... And this happens to me when I'm continuing to get out of my comfort zone. This person could be somebody I've known for a while. Here I am, I'm in growth mode. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. All of a sudden, I'm thinking they're this person from 15 years ago. I have to ask myself, is it something from my past? That I'm in turn projecting, this is a part of what I think is projection, there's other definitions, onto somebody else. I'm, I'm, I'm treating them like the last relationship or somebody I did business with from 10 years ago. And they really haven't done anything wrong. So those are two critical things for me. Number three, so back up for a quick second on number two. I also ask myself, what am I feeling right now? That's why being still and checking in and taking some time for ourselves in various forms of self-care so that we can access this when this stuff is happening real time. For me, it takes practice. It just doesn't happen overnight. I don't think any of us were born with this. Worrying is a learned behavior. So in a lot of ways, I learned how to worry. <laughs> so I'm learning how to check in and what's coming up for Steve. The third one... I also like to do as a part of the check-in is what they call HALT. It's an acronym. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Hey, that can affect our frame of mind right there. I've had people do it with me and I don't take it personally. I've had people say, I need to call tonight. I'm just, I'm tired all of a sudden. It happens. Doesn't mean the other person isn't interested. 
being able to do that for ourselves and communicate that to somebody else is very important, I think. To say, hey, look, I, hey, you know what? Do you mind? I, I really need to get something to eat. Or could we continue this discussion later in the week? I, I just haven't slept well the last two nights. If that person gets upset and takes it personally, that's not on us. I don't have time to delve into that one tonight, but that goes back to boundaries and speaking up for ourselves and a whole bunch of other things that I'll get into next week with external anger. So self-care is so important. It helps put, a, put us in the right frame of mind, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. I work out with a coach and, and do mixed martial arts, and it helps me set my mind right for the week. I love to get in there. It's a great release. I do that for me. I've got somebody that cares about me, that's pushing me, and wants to help me accomplish my goals. This at the end of the day, these three things, if we can work on these and you can practice them, again, to identify, sit with them, talk about them, role play with a friend. And if a friend is good enough to be that generous with their time, I strongly suggest if you're called upon, you reciprocate. Reciprocity, helping others, volunteering, being of service. For me, it makes me feel better about myself. I just help somebody. Hey, I'm enough. I carried a lot of shame with me. Someone says, that really helped me. I don't have to turn it into a dissertation and a lecture and give them more than they bargained for. It's like, wow, thank you. They helped me too. Number four, this gives us an opportunity, sets us up to succeed in terms of choosing our experience to where when we circle back with these people, we can listen to them a little bit better to identify, to have some empathy. That's connection. Start to talk about our own need and choose how we want to respond. And if you need to take a time out and just say, hey, look, a lot's coming up for me. I need to pick this up later. Somebody that's in a decent place will respect that, and they may even need that time out, too. So again, identify, number one, identify anger messages. Check in. Three, halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Self-care, so important here. Number four, setting ourselves up to choose the experience we want to have and how we want to respond. That's empowering. Losing our coal is giving up our power, in my opinion. So ultimately, we're looking for deeper connection. We want to understand the origin of our anger, unmet needs. A lot of this comes back to we have unmet needs. We've got to deal with ourselves internally so that we can speak about those needs, identify and articulate them clearly and under control, not in anger. People will tune us out. And what we'll find out and what I found out is we can not only we can repair, strengthen relationship, do better the next time. If we feel like we didn't quite get it right, we're practicing and it will suffer so much less at the end of the day. A lot of this is to take so much of that suffering away. That's life. We get to live life, live the dream, pursue our dreams and be free. That's it for today. Thanks again for being with me. I hope you find this useful. Please continue to reach out. It's always great to hear from you. 
Next week we'll talk about dealing with external anger. Talk about a few things there, a few more suggestions. And um, that's it for today. Good luck with this and uh, have a great week and be well and God bless you.